Now one. Yo, what's up? Is what it's it is the, podcast. It's the podcast. That is a podcast. This is uh Blake and what's your name? My name is Shia. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, Shia Shade Barton. Unless you did what your name said, that we could just cut this. No, that's okay. People can know my middle name. Okay. And your last name? Your last name's good? Yeah, you, my social security number is 459321. Oh, okay. And then while you're at it, just say um, your date of birth and then where you live right now. Just so like oh, people okay. just get my to address? know more about you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, yeah. Run the intro music. Okay. It is what it is. Shia, you so bad. Okay, so, Shia, you had this, you were telling me about this thing that happened to you the other day. I don't know if this was like yesterday or like two days ago. It actually happened yesterday. Actually happened, finally. It actually happened yesterday. Did you say, did you say finally, like it was expected? No, I'm saying finally we get to talk about it because oh, yeah. we haven't been talking about it because I wanted to talk to Blake the you first to time. You wanted to savor the suspense for the exactly. podcast. Exactly. Give it a little like uh, spice and zest. Yeah, this is a first time story ever told to a live studio audience. <laughs> I wish if we had a live studio audience. But yeah, so what happened? Okay. So it's around 10 p.m. I'm taking my trash out, which is kind of coincidental. What clothes what? were you wearing? What clothes were you wearing? What oh, my clothes. Um, I was wearing uh, sweatpants. It was 80, 90 degrees. Yeah, yeah. What color were the sweatpants? Okay. <laughs> they were black, champion. Were you wearing a shirt or were you just wearing the sweatpants? Oh, no, no. I was I was wearing the sweatpants as a shirt. There was no pants. Oh, oh, that's innovative. <laughs> that's a nice idea. Yeah, I know. That's really cool. Okay, no, anyway, yeah, so, so you're taking out the trash? <laughs> yeah, I was taking out the trash, and this is kind of unusual for me, because To take out the trash? I know, like, I, I take out the trash, but uh, I, I usually sure. delay it. Like, I don't like doing it at night. I usually delay it and do it in the morning. And today, or yesterday, I just happened to do it right when my mom said it. Oh. For some reason. I don't know. I was in the... Okay, sorry to cut you off, but like... So I t- Wait, sorry, can I cut you off real quick? Yeah. Okay, this is kind of like a weird thing too, but like I took out the trash the other day, like in the middle, like at 3 a.m. in the morning for some weird reason. <laughs> like, I like, you know, when you like, you're like accidentally like fall asleep soup like at like 7 o'clock or whatever, and then because like you meant to like take a nap or something. Oh, yeah. And then you wake up thing. super like early in the morning, you're like, whoa, we're, we're like, and then you have to go, you go back to sleep again. But I had, yeah. and then I couldn't sleep again because I'm like super wide awake because I just slept for like, oh, I don't know, 10 hours or whatever. So I was like, you know, I'm so bored. And I went up to my kitchen and I was like, oh, wait, the trash is out. And I was like, oh, wait, I can't go to the garage way because everyone will wake up. So I literally just like opened the downstairs like door and I walked all the way around my house, took out the trash. And like, it was so relaxing outside just doing that. And like, no one even knew, like no one even knew, uh, still no one even knows except for you, that I just took out the trash in the middle of the night, like in the morning. And it was just so like relaxing, like Really? I'm, like, scared of the dark. I don't like going outside of the dark. I know. Typically, it would be, like, super, like, scary and stuff. But, like, this was, like, the time when it was, like, it was, like, the moon was lit up. And it was kind of, like, light out because of the moon. 
I was like, it was just so nice and quiet. I don't know. It was just super like serene and peaceful. But back to your that. story. Sorry, I interrupted. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, <laughs> I was taking the trash out, and so my house, the trash can's on the left side, and then my car is parked on the street. So I turned left to throw my trash in the trash bin. This was thing. coming out of your house. Yeah, coming out of my house, and then my mom was like by the door. I don't know why she's just by the door, and then I jokingly say, "Hey, mom, there's a guy back here, like in the, where our trash is." Oh my god! I jokingly say that, and then she was like, "Oh, say hi for me," and I was like, "Okay, hi." And then I throw the trash in the thing. I turn around, and then now I can see my car because it's parked on the street because we have a fence that blocks it. So I I see my car, and then I see like lights moving around in my car, and then I look at it closer. Oh, like like someone was inside. There was someone in my car. What? Actually, yeah. So then I tell my mom, and I was I said um. There's someone in my car, and then she's like, okay, go get your dad, and I got my dad. And then I came back, like, I came rushing back. I thought that she was going to stay behind the fence or something, but she went up to the guy and started, like... What? She started, like, yelling at the guy, like, telling him to get out of my get out of my car and, like, really getting close to him and getting aggressive, which was really um, not Scary. smart in my opinion. She yeah. does not fear death. Jesus. Yeah, because if he's breaking into your car, like... You don't know what Never else do that. Don't do. go aggr- yeah, don't be aggressive to criminal, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So then um my dad gets in between my mom and my and my dad and my mom and the guy. That's a and smart then, idea, yeah. That's better. Yeah, because my mom was like two feet away from the guy. Oh jeez. Um Yeah, it was like and the guy the guy wasn't aggressive at all. He was being But yeah, you still you still want to make sure, just in case. Yeah, no. She 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 should definitely not have um became that aggressive in the first place yeah but then um i called the police and then the guy ran away and the police arrived um when i was on the phone with the police they were asking for a description of the guy and it was dark so i couldn't really tell them that much information but then i was getting frustrated because as i was on the phone with them the guy was still talking to my parents and they kept on asking like the same questions and i was like can you please just send the guy already? Which, like, I know it's hard to be a first responder and stuff. Yeah. But, like, like I was, in that situation, I was kind of stressed out. So. Yeah, like, something bad could happen. So, you're like, yeah. We need to get this fixed now. Yeah. So, I, I said to the person, I was like, can you come? Can you send the people? And, like, I interrupted her. So I kind of felt bad, but I think yeah. they're used to that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um. So, then the cops show up. We're filing a police report in their car, the description of the guy. There's, like, three other cop cars looking for the guy. And then, um, as we're filling out the police report, the guy comes back. What? Okay. He came if, back. If I was him, I would have not came back. Honestly, it was like one of the best decisions he could have made. Oh. I'll explain why. Oh, uh, yeah, he, no, I kind of get it. Yeah, because they would have had to have done the whole investigation, and he would eventually be found, and like, he's running story. away. Yeah. So if he just turns himself so then, in, that's not bad. Yeah. So he turned himself in, and like he apologized. He tried to come up with a stupid excuse, but it was like he said it was for his grandma told him to take the car, um, and said it was her car. But it was that's obviously not what happened. Yeah. Um, but then the officer asked my parents if they want to press charges, and they're they're psychologists, so they they kind of feel for these people. Mm-hmm. The guy was on drugs and like alcohol. Yeah. So. 
they felt bad. Um, so and that's nice. But they they these people need to like learn their lesson at the same time. So yeah. I don't know. I have mixed emotions about what they did. But I'll explain more. They they let the guy um, off with no charges. Oh, what? With no charges. I yeah. Gave him like a fine but, or something. Well, this is what I found out later. So, the past couple of days, my car has been acting weird. Like when I lock it, the light doesn't turn off. Well, for the past day, like you mean? No, no, no. Before that, like oh. couple, past couple of days before this has happened. And he fixed your car for you. No. no that would have been so funny. <laughs> that would be so cool. He just fixes it. Kind of. I don't know, but like. Yeah, it's been weird locking it. So right after this whole situation happened, we were turning on my car. We we're going to reverse it so to put it in my driveway um, yeah. so, so it would be more safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it literally ran out of battery and it started malfunctioning a lot. The lights are turning like on and off and Whoa. the car isn't even starting in the first place, which it could just be that the like the wires need to be jumped and stuff. Yeah, but, or the battery's dead or something. Yeah, the battery's dead, but... It's like the whole system is kind of like malfunctioning with the soft. Like I think it's something wrong with the hardware and the software because yeah. it's been doing stuff like this consistently the past couple of like weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to send we have to send the car into Get the dealership. Yeah. Well, I guess. Um. Yeah. So the so that the the reason was the reason I said that was because the guy said the door was unlocked, and when he said that, I felt like such an idiot. I felt like oh my gosh, I was so pissed at myself. Yeah. But it could have just been something wrong with the electrical. Yeah, and then, part of the car. Because then he. Because I always like make sure to like double lock my car. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hear the sound before I go. You move. Yeah. yeah, I do that too. So that's why we couldn't impress the guy with any charges because the door was unlocked. He didn't steal anything. He just went inside my car and then came out of my car. Hmm. Yeah, that's um, strange. So yeah, so we just. We told him just to not come on the street again, but honestly, they can't enforce that. It's just yeah. if he does something illegal again. Does like so? Do yeah. You, do you know if he lives nearby or is it just like some random guy? So apparently, my neighbors right next to me, it was their son's friends or something, huh. and they they knew that because the guy came up to their house beforehand, and when the cops came, they came out and they told us that the guy asked for jumper cables. For the, his car, oh, so he was gonna so he was gonna take my car. Oh Jesus! So this is yeah. like a long like whole. Yeah, the whole thing was like two to three hours. Jesus, I mean, good the thing he took out that part, trash. I know that's the craziest part. The craziest part is, I jokingly said, not even looking at that car area, like with no like. Yeah, no, no I had no viewpoint of my car when I was saying that. I was looking at the trash, and I was, like, jokingly saying to my mom that there's a guy here. Yeah, sometimes, like, stuff like that's just crazy. You just, like, predict the future. I've never said, like, why would I say that? I've never yeah. said anything like that before. That's so weird. Okay, I feel I like you've said like some stuff like that. I was joking. Okay, I'm yeah. Like, still, it's super, super uncommon for that to even happen. Yeah, and then secondly, I don't take the trash out at night, like, often at all. Yeah. I would rather do it and, like, delay it. Maybe it was like some sort of like fate thing, or like maybe it's, it's crazy. like maybe it's good that you didn't get that car. Yeah, I kind of I like, got lucky because he could have easily taken my car. And like, also well, my my car is gonna be fixed now because of the the soft the yeah. electricity problems. So you're saying that's a good thing that he did that? 
I mean, I learned to make sure my door is locked yeah. always. Like, I mean, I already did know that. I always made sure it was locked, but, but like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I locked extra my door. Extra careful like, now. Now, yeah, now I'm like gonna be extra careful and hide everything always. Make sure nothing's like visible through the window because there was like some bags and stuff in the car. Did you have um, anything in there that he could have stolen? Yeah, I had, like twenty dollars in the glove compartment and stuff. Oh, it's not too bad. Was there any like glasses or anything? Uh, no, it was just. Some like small items, nothing, nothing uh, that was yeah. valuable, really. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I had my boards in the back, but he wasn't gonna like, steal my your... boogie board or anything. Oh, I think you meant like your board shorts. I was like, oh, I don't think he cares about your board shorts. <laughs> no. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that was crazy. No, I didn't realize that's super interesting. That's entertaining. That's sick. Yeah. Well, that's sick, but like, that's a sick story to tell. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. there's like some sort of do with like fate or something like maybe just like I th- yeah i think it's about like intuition i think yeah i but honest like, i think sometimes in these situations like when before something bad happens yeah people can sense something bad's about to happen and they can like they say something or like they hint to something and then it actually happens yeah you know, it's crazy. i just get that when we hang out with their friends it's not like i like have intuition i just get anxiety no I'm just, but like <laughs> But yeah, no, that's crazy. Like, I mean, and then some people, not to bring this up about, like, religion, but, like, this is, like, kind of, like, because, like, say, say, um, say it's, like, it was fate that you did that. That's just, like, does that mean we have free will or no? Or is it just, like, stuff's meant to, like, happen to certain things and the rest is just free yeah, will? Yeah, like, every, all the decisions are already made or if we get to... Yeah, like, like, that. that's just kind of crazy. And it's just like all yeah. happens to add up in once. It's like, do, do we have free will or no? But not to get too dark, but um, yeah. No, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, a lot of people think that way. Yeah, I mean, do you believe of... that everything happens for a reason? I mean, it's kind of like a cool. I I mean, kind. I'd like to kind of think that a little, just because like it'd be kind of cool. But then sometimes it's like. If everything happens for a reason, then people are gonna have to like live a life that they don't want to live, or like. But like sometimes, like I mean, if everything happens for a reason, like say my dog dies or something, and it's like, oh well, you can just be like, everything happens for a reason. Well, it's like, well, yeah, but my dog just died. Like, what the what the hell? And then, it, <laughs> I, but it's just like, I don't know. Like some things, like I don't know. I, but I think the point of that is saying that. Out of every bad situation, there's a good, there's one. A good outlook on it. Yeah, I agree. But, um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know a, if I agree with that. I feel like the saying shouldn't be that. Just to maybe just be like, there's always a silver lining is probably a better one than just saying mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. Because then I think that everything like correlates to everything. You know, I think the okay. domino effect is real and like. Mm-hmm. If you do something, something else will happen. Um, I believe in that. Yeah. But I don't think that there, it's predetermined what's going to happen to us. It'll just end up happening. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think there. I believe in free will personally. Yeah. Um, I'd like to believe that as well. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say that's what it, like the truth is. I don't know anything for sure. No one can. Know uh, yeah. No one sure. knows. But I mean, we just got to live life like one choice at a yeah. time. I'm open to possibilities. other opinions. Yeah, but like, I'm open to it. But I just don't want free will, not like non-free will, or like just destiny to be like 
I mean, it would be kind of cool, just because it's like everything, it's like romanticized, it's kind of just like your destiny to be a hero or whatever, but like most, but like talking about it realistically, destiny is just like, you're, you're going to die like this way or whatever. But then it's just like, if you're meant to do this and you don't want to eventually do it, that's just going to suck for you. And then it's like, you can't do anything about it because it's your destiny. So that's why I don't really want that to be real if it turns out real. That's why I'd rather like free yeah. but true yeah i mean it is a good way to make a reason for some stuff happening like your story like we could just say it's chance or we could say it's destiny which sounds a lot cooler that's true yeah people need um reasons for why things happen yeah it's hard for like the mind to comprehend that things just happen randomly sometimes you know Mm -hmm. That's to that's to be a justification for why something bad happens a lot of the time. That's kind of that's what yeah. That I'm not saying like I'm I do believe or not believe in Christianity. I'm just that's what some people like say Christians or like why people made religion in general, just to like pretty much explain the unknown and like just to because like people don't know how the universe was created, so they made a god and then just to like comfort themselves. Yeah, and like the same thing related to intuition. Mm -hmm. If, I mean, this idea that if one person had this awakening and like they have this idea that something crazy is happening and a lot of people support that, maybe there is some truth in it. Like, who knows? Yeah, because we we never really know. Yeah, unless you experience what they experienced, you don't, you can't determine whether, um, I'm not religious, but. I can understand people's perspective. Yeah, point of views. No, I understand. Yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah. I was just about to say something, but I totally lost it. But, yeah, no. It's very interesting. I agree. From breaking into cars into philosophical discussion. Yeah, what the hell was that? I was thinking about that. I was like, what are we doing right now? Like, this is such a good change in discussion. It's like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. I really like that show you recommend. Dude, Midnight Gospel. It's so good. It's so hard for me to, like, just focus just because there's just so much stuff happening at once. Like, it's just so hard for me to pay attention. Yeah, essentially, it's just that there's this podcast that this guy had, and they created a show out of it through cartoons. Yeah. They Um, animated it, pretty much. Yeah, they animated the podcast, and they gave it characters and stuff. So like they but took... there's a, I think in each episode there's a deep meaning and there's like, mm-hmm. uh, different symbolisms and themes. crazy, yeah, crazy themes and I don't know what the word is right now. Hmm. It's like when you compare something to something else. What's that called? Apples or oranges. Juxtaposition. Apples and oranges. I don't know. No, it's like a me- metaphor. It's like a lot of like metaphors. Oh yeah, yeah. With, with like, what's, all the actions happening. Yeah. yeah, and I think that each like each episode has like a deep meaning that could be analyzed yeah but it's also just interesting to like listen to their ideas because in the first episode they're talking about like meditation and um whether drugs are good or bad and yeah, whether like sen- a drug is good or bad yeah yeah i was like one part of it mm-hmm. and like all this crazy stuff is happening around them in the first episode and they just continue two characters just continue their conversation and i think that's maybe talking about how with um, like meditation and like psychedelics, what you do is 
you zone out like everything else and you just become aware of like awareness in and of itself and um also it's like like drugs they talked about how when you do drugs like it's like they compared it to an elevator where um when you do drugs you get to see like the party on the top floor and you get to like see how amazing life could be but then when you get back down um to where you're, you're like, like normal crap your normal sucks. level was yeah. Yeah. You you go down a floor, or like it's you started off worse than where you were, and you didn't even get to see the you didn't get to be in the party. You just got to see what it looks like. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like all this deep stuff. I know. And I like how they do. They're doing it because they're catering it to kids and teaching them about like philosophical ideas. Yeah. No, like it's super cool. And it's like it's made by the same guy that made like Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward. And so it's like it's super cool because then it's like he also yeah since he made Adventure Time it's like some people that liked adventure time would probably like this just because like the art style is a little similar and it's like so i think i can explain the whole idea of it better or the story at least just tries a lot better at analyzing it but like yeah i just watched the first episode yeah so i think at first i was kind of confused as like to what the show is because i was like so basically there's this guy named clancy and he basically goes into this um simulator thing and he just sees these different worlds and stuff he can like tell basically teleport to and um or his mind basically teleports to and he just interviews these like people in these worlds and they just basically have a podcast um that he calls a space cast and so basically every like each episode say um yeah so basically just each episode is basically excerpts from this guy named Duncan Trussell's um podcast called duncan trussell's family hour and so the main character is voiced by duncan trussell to like kind of like and he says like a bits of um like and he just says like bits of sentences and stuff to like fill in with like a story and so they also take excerpts from like his podcast um of like an episode and they put it into um a episode of the netflix show and they basically just animate it and they basically just centralize just one character and they do the podcast that was kind of a bad explanation about it, but... No, that was pretty good. Yeah. I was, like, just watching the show, I was like, holy cow, this literally sounds just so natural, like, as a podcast. But then I, like, find out after, I was like, oh, it actually is straight up a podcast. And it was. But yeah. It is definitely one of the most creative shows I've ever watched. It is Garrett. literally insane. If I ever did drugs, or if I do drugs in the future, or whatever, I don't know. But, like, that show is literally insane. It literally looks like an acid trip. Like it is just insane to just look at. It's so hard to for me at least just to pay attention and just like understand everything because there's just like so much noise and just like so much visually stimulating. It's literally like whoa. I feel like the noise is meaningful though, even though it's like tons of constant information. I feel like each thing could be analyzed. Um, maybe not, but that's that's my opinion. No, yeah, no. There's a lot of stuff to analyze. Just like I don't know. For me, it's just hard to figure out like what they're saying. Just because they're talking about such deep and like philosophical stuff that I don't really know that much, and it just kind of makes it harder to focus. But yeah, it's cool though when you pay attention super to cool. what they're talking about. I know it gives you a different perspective about things. Yeah, especially the last episode. Freaking yeah. Well, what ha- explain what happens with the I last don't, episode? I don't want to spoil it, but like, well, like just like like the general okay. Premise. So, Duncan Trussell, which is what basically the whole podcast is about the show. So, Duncan Trussell uh, did a podcast episode in, like, 2012 with his mom. And his mom was basically a psychiatrist. Um, or she was a retired psychiatrist. Oh, I didn't know that. 
And so, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, that's all like uh, Shia's um, family. Here My right. mom was a psychologist. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just like Shia. And so yeah. his mom, and they, t- they tell all this stuff that I'm saying like in the episode. But like, yeah. But it's just, it's not really like that much of a spoiler just because it's like, it's not like, oh my God, what happens next? It's more just like a nice conversation. So like his mom is basically a psychiatrist and she's retired. And so this was like during 2012 when they recorded the podcast. So um, his mom had metastatic breast cancer. And I, re- I just know this word just because I've listened to like the the full podcast, the Dr. Joseph that family. Means, that means it spreads. Metastatic means it's it's spreading to other organs. Yeah. Shai's also in, like really obsessed with bio. So that's why he knows that. And because he nano- studied medicine. cancer, right? Yeah, a little bit. Just a, just a wee bit. But, um, yeah. So, his mom had, like, metastatic breast cancer. And then, so, he was basically just the whole episode. They're talking about, like, ways on how to deal with, like, grief. And he's just kind of, like... And he was just... At, at the beginning, he was just kind of talking about, like, what his life was. Kind of, like, at the beginning. Just because it's, like, hi, who are you? And then just kind of, like... Just, like, a normal conversation. Getting to know... The, the guest is getting to know who... Duncan Trussell's mom is. It just it seems like it's just a super nice, sweet lady, to be honest. Literally, it sucks that she's gone. Because she seems so nice. Just the way of her voice. Like, you ever just, like, hear, like, a sweet, old, nice, like, white lady? Like, a white grandma? Just, like... She didn't, you, you didn't even say that she died yet. You just kind of brought, You just kind of said that it sucks that she's dead. No one even does it. Oh, I thought I... But, okay, well... <laughs> she's no longer with us. I... Sorry. Yeah, right after recording, like the clips that they that they used for the for that um, episode. episode of the podcast, she she died days after that, which is insane. Wait, how do you and know it was days was... after? Did you look this up? No, you were talking to me about it. Oh, um, I don't know if it was days after, but she died. I'm pretty sure that oh. year. I don't know if it was days. Oh. It could be. Months. Oh, okay, okay. Well, but she, she yeah, that. she still died pretty soon after the podcast. And they were talking about dealing with death, which is crazy. I know. Like, and he was I'm so like excited to see that and he, it was like so like interesting because like th- like they both knew that they were gonna die or that he was good that she was gonna die and he's just like basically yeah. Duncan Trussell's just like how do I deal with this and she's just like um she's like such a nice sweet old lady voice I can't get over that she's just so nice to hear and so it's so hard to like think I know like I've literally listened to the podcast multiple times I'm just so like it's always impossible would be for me to like remember like when I'm on the spot, but like so basically, she just says that um, the best way to deal with um, loss is to cry, and that everyone deals with this like type of stuff. Like all humans deal with loss sooner or later. So in a way, you're not the only one, and. Basically, you shouldn't run away from death and to live a better life. You should accept it because they talked to me a lot about that where people, they called it ego death, where basically people just make up um, all these like, like just different things to like avoid the meaning of like life or the meaning of death and to just kind of like ignore death because like their ego because I don't want to have to deal with like um, just dealing with death. And then... Um, the mom basically says, she's just like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't run away from death. She's like, you should welcome it because, um, you can't get hurt from death. Like, because 
like he physically can't hurt you and like you'll just learn and you'll grow from it you'll still like if is resisting it it's just gonna like hurt you more in the long run than just accepting it and then yeah overall yeah when you when you accept that death is inevitable it really makes you max like want to maximize your experiences now yeah she was even saying that like the closer she got or like they were talking about how like she's literally looked the best she's has been when she has cancer than like her only life and she's like lived the best she's ever lived just because like she's figured out she wants to live the best life she can right now just because she wants to accept death and she doesn't want it to be like a bad thing yeah and yeah i'm kind of explaining it's still like still pretty bad but i mean yeah that's pretty much the gist of it i don't want to explain more of it just because it's it's really cool. I really like it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how it takes these kind of experiences to make everyone appreciate what they have. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. It's, I think that it's, in some ways, struggle is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I think that when you have immense pain, when you struggle and you have to push really hard and fight through everything... It makes the good parts of your life much better, and it makes you want to create more too. good parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you accept death, you're basically. Just... And you see, this, I feel like everyone like eventually figures that out once some like someone close to them dies. Yeah. She kind of talked about like how like everyone or like most of the world is kind of like like that, where they're resisting. Um, yeah the flow of death and then once they accept it um they just they just flow with it kind of like they said it was kind of just like um being on the side of a river and resisting the current is basically death and you're just having to deal with it and if you just keep resisting it it's just gonna be harder and harder so if you just, just accept prolonging it, it yeah and it's just gonna make your life just suffer and suffer just because like yeah so once you accept it you'll live a more um memorable and happier life you can also think about it this way where we were never alive we're just meant to fulfill Jesus. whatever we want to like fulfill our that, purpose in one given time and then go back to the whole of the earth or the universe whatever you want to believe wait what uh, uh, explain well, that more i'm a little confused wait like, like like we're not meant for a purpose we could do like whatever we want like instead but, of considering yourself as a self as like one identity as a, as one person mm-hmm. you can think of it as you're part of a whole that's changing constantly like you are one with the universe yeah We're all connected yeah i think they said that a bit in the podcast as well oh really yeah just like a tiny bit they they don't they most of it is mainly explained on the podcast episode of course but um the main stuff is basically in the episode one thing that's hard for me is meditating. I know like how beneficial it can be, but I don't know. It's hard for me to become oh like focused on meditating. It's the opposite. It's almost the it's the exact opposite of focused. I think the distracted. <laughs> like you wanna, you have to forget all thoughts. Not forget. You just need to you wanna see the thoughts. Alone. Yeah, you need to see the thoughts like that's coming into you, like that's coming into your mind. Yeah. Like 
and let go of them and just be there with yourself and your awareness, which is really hard when tons of oh, like, they our, like about our this too. life, our life nowadays is just constantly school, work, or like on technology. You know, it's always yeah. we're doing something. Reflecting is really hard, and it's hard to like shut that part, uh, shut shut like your mind off, kind of. And dude, you're literally hitting all the points on what they talked about. You gotta be a psychiatrist. I keep telling you this. You're literally like meant for it. Like, and your mom is one too. So it's like, gotta get in the family dad. business. And your dad too. But it's like, dude, you're just naturally just super good at this. You're literally like, you're like the guy. I don't know. I I don't think so. I just like to think about things philosophy i don't know like you're, just, you're good there's at definitely it. better ways of thinking about it it's just what i think yeah but um they talked about like ways of kind of like being on yourself is that um you can she said i don't want to keep telling you so much about this just because i feel like i was kind of spoiling it for the episode but like because there's not that much well actually it's like a 30 minute episode but still there's like i'm kind of wasting the yeah okay just don't say it don't say it. it's fine yeah you'll you'll get it our viewers our viewers will have to watch the midnight gospel entire series on netflix it's not that long if you're thinking it's being that long it's literally like 20 minutes 22 minutes highly recommend an episode eight episodes super good i like i like tv shows and just media experiences that are different than what the norm is yes we watched them um, ad astra Oh. It was more. It wasn't. It was in like a movie. There we go again. Like a, it was like it's more of like a, like a meditative process. Like Shia's obsessed with like. this movie. I fell asleep, so I can't say anything. Yeah, because it's not like a. It's not like there's like a oh plot. God. Really, there's like one simple plot idea. The beginning I thought was kind like of boring. Emptiness of space. Yeah, the whole thing is not meant to be entertaining. It's meant to be like a. What? I mean, what I think. I think it's meant to be like a. Like you're, like you're experiencing space. The emptiness and the beauty of just nothing. Okay. And everything. So for the people that, like, did see that movie, I was, like, falling asleep. All I remember is the guy fell down from, from like, this satellite thing. See? You only remember the, the, the action pack. Because I was, like, going in and out because it was super loud. And then I remember, I remember like, the guys on the dune buggies, like, on the moon and literally shooting, like, blasters at each other, which were, like, space pirates. And I thought that was kind of badass. And then there was, like, this monkey. If anything, the, the story seems, like, exactly the opposite of, like, trying to be boring. That was the only part that was, like, action-y. But that I woke up because the monkey was super loud. And I was like, whoa, what? Because, <laughs> uh, like, I was super late. And I was like, we just wanted to watch a movie. And I was Basically what happens is this guy wants to find his dad who's, like, lost and he's been lost in space forever. He's not, like, and... in space. He's, like, on a spacecraft. Yeah, in a spaceship in space that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And he find... I don't I mean, like... How did they not spoil- die? Spoilers right now. If you We're talking watch. so much about like just philosophical shows. Yeah. Okay. But if you like, if you want to watch it, don't listen to this next part. Yeah. He he eventually like finds his dad, which is first of all, it's insanely unlikely. But like, okay, whatever. He well, finds his dad. well, I mean, shouldn't they kind of know where it is if they have technology to like kind of figure out the orbit of? I mean, yeah, but he's been gone for years in the universe. How has no one helped him before? Like, what? That's kind of fucked. No, because he, like, it was really a risk. The guy was, the main character was was expecting to die. Oh. He wasn't, yeah. No one else um, wanted to help him for, like, 20 years? How would he not starve to death? Like, that's gonna... Yeah, I don't know. Go for I, the space. 
Probably it's been like a done. year, I think, since we watched this or something. Or like a few months at least. Yeah, maybe more than half so, a month. Yeah, eventually he finds the his dad, and the dad doesn't even want to go with him because the life that he that he had like, back on Earth. Left, you know, the life that was like the only life he knew was his like universe life, and yeah, like in this tiny spaceship by himself in solitude, and then he kills himself, and the guy uh, the, the ending scene is the guy going back. What, then why didn't he just kill himself a lot earlier if he just reali- if unless he realized just then when his when his son came? Well, his son was trying to get him to come back, and then he really the dad didn't really want to go back at all. If he didn't really want to go back ever, and he didn't like the life that he had lived, then why didn't he just kill himself a lot earlier? Unless he didn't realize up until that point. Yeah, probably that. Yeah. But that's that's crazy. There's probably some deep meaning here, but that's just what happened. No, that's pretty deep. Live the life you want to live of, because sort of message it's gonna go by. Going and Maybe like don't waste your time on space like, travel. Think, no, thinking about like <laughs> one one thing constantly, and thinking that's that's gonna that's the answer to all your problems, and then or just don't waste your life on one. Yeah, don't yeah, don't waste your life on one thing. Yeah. Why did he focus on one thing? Oh, did he focus on space and then? His in- no, his entire life was just finding his dad. But then once he went to find, like, finally found his dad, his dad wasn't what he remembered him by. Well, I thought it was the dad that was like. I thought you could take the bigger picture from the dad, where it's like he didn't like the way he lived before. So don't live, don't waste your life because you're just gonna be stuck, kind of like how he was, and you're not gonna be going anywhere because until right up until you die. Then you can reflect on how you like the life you've lived. So you better make it a good one because you might not enjoy what you've done. That's what I got from it. Oh, I guess yeah, that's pretty. That's another perspective. Yeah, it's good. I mean, we we don't really know unless we get the producers of Ed Astro on the podcast yeah. and we interview them, which would be kind of super dope. But, uh, <laughs> I doubt that's gonna happen, but still, it was a sick movie. We're open to possibilities. Yeah, it was really sick. Like, yeah, just, but what I was saying is, like, I like movies. I really, like, it just yeah, made me nauseous. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I never. Movies I was, that are like, different from the norm are just so much cooler. I know, like, too. Just seeing something fresh, it's like, bruh, where has this been my whole life? Like, take the, notes, producers all around the world. I, know. I mean, everyone's always trying to like, listen. It's just because, like, producers, like, want to make sure that it gets money. And then, yeah. kind of like how we've been learning a business, like, <laughs> Doing something new, like new and out of like your mar- like different market is kind of risky to like the business. So if they do something new, that's never really been done before, it is really risky. And yeah, they couldn't profit, which the producers all are about profit. Because then if they don't get profit, they're screwed. But yeah, yeah. they should try a lot like, of producers. About taking risks. I know, but sometimes people can't deal with that. Risks like stealing a car. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, risks in life are like, is the best way to learn. That's the best way to grow. Yeah, for Just sure. Challenging yourself. Yeah. But maybe educated risk. Don't do that. like really, don't do like no Don't go very do heroin stupid right stuff. Now. Yeah. Like... yeah, don't like. Good risks are good. Like going out of your comfort zone, not like doing like drugs or like drinking alcohol or peer pressure or whatever. Don't do those types of risks. 
But like, do risks. How much time do we have left in this podcast? Honestly, uh, I'm not sure because Carson came in and then he's uh, to stop it. So I think oh. we have like on the safe side, maybe a little over ten minutes left. So tomorrow, because we also got to cut a bit of stuff, so I don't know how yeah. much. Speaking of risks, tomorrow, Uh-oh. me, Carson, and Cole, or Carson, Cole, and I are going to go on this, like, hike to this waterfall by Carson's house. Yeah. And there isn't really a path. We're just going to have to cut through the forest for two miles. So, so we might get lost. If you ever hear of us again, yeah, then this is our last, these are our last words, news, yeah. anchors. I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah, we we need to bring spray paint so we don't mark a but path. It's not kind of bad for the earth. I mean, if you do it on a, like a tree, like a tiny bit of spray paint, I mean, I think it's yeah. fine. Well, it's gonna be a lot harder to do that because, like, look, if we do it where, say, we're in the direction of north, and we spray paint it towards the direction of north, and then when coming back, we're not gonna be able to see the spray paint because it's in the opposite no, we, direction. No, yeah, we would definitely we do it from the other way, okay. the way that we were coming back. Yeah, that's smart. Okay, good. I just wanted to. Good thing we got that out of the way. But also, if I like, if I feel like uncomfortable at any moment, I'm going to go back. I don't want to risk like getting lost in the forest. Yeah. Also, you know? I don't want to go outside of my comfort zone either. So I'm just probably going to do the same. I mean, this is going outside of my comfort zone. I yeah. like last time I did this. Like I went a quarter of the distance with Carson, and I would thought we were going to get lost. I was scared. Wait, you guys already? Oh, you guys did this before. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't go to the waterfall. We went to this other tower, like electrical tower. Uh, yeah, you guys are kind of stupid. What do you mean? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But like... Tomorrow's going to be much further. Yeah. Luckily, we mark out the path and... Well, the I only mean, thing that's going to be the worst and thing And we're going in us, the morning, too. Yeah, so we have a long a while. But the only thing that's really bad is just... Uh, we probably won't get reception, which be pretty bad just make sure you bring a lot of water like two bottles of water and like food like in bars in case we die just in case yo what if the wait okay this could be super bad thinking about it now like what if someone breaks their leg and then we're like oh well we have to drag them all the way back or what if there's like a well, board I mean no what would happen yeah if that's the board would suck <laughs> what if someone like sprains their ankle and they can't walk and it's like okay we're not gonna I mean, in that situation it would be fine one person stays with that person and then what if a boar comes the boar that was like <laughs> think of the worst yeah. I mean we could kill it we could just climb up the trees we'll be like um oh you never read the English book we read uh the Baron and the trees my dad wanted me to bring a knife just in case we get like for boars and stuff just in case they charge or something ooh yes okay that's a good excuse cause then I could bring my bat Bat? Yeah. Not the coronavirus type bat, but like a... Like You're going to carry a bat while we're hiking. I, I really want to. That would just look cool. It's going to be hard. I don't care. It'll look super cool. You have to like hold on to things and stuff at one point. I need a backpack. Like a hiking bag. I'll just... I'll try and figure out a way to connect it to my bag. Make sure you get some sort of um, like water bottle or two and then the spray paint for sure i don't want to get lost yeah um carson told me you got that spray paint i would have gotten spray paint i think we have spray paint so i think you know what would be kind of funny we run out of spray paint 
rough. I would suck. Well, then we could just well, we'd be able to just go back then, and then we'd be fine. But let's just do it like every like two hundred feet or something. I don't know if there's like a way, but like I think maybe you could, or not you, but like we could just um, like no, just no, you know what? Okay, maybe leave a trail of pee or something, or breadcrumbs, but then the pigeons would eat it. <laughs> but uh, no, I was thinking, um. Maybe we could somehow like download. I don't know if you could use maps offline, and then oh, like, mark... you can take a picture of a map. I know, but still, that'd be super hard since it's not really like. Yeah, because we don't know the terrain. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're just kind of just BSing it. But I don't know if if um you could just use like Google Maps or something offline where you can, like, where it just won't update and it'll like, but it could update like where you are. I don't know if that. Yeah, work. I don't know. Do you have AT and T or do you have another one? I have Verizon. Okay, I have AT and T, so we have two carriers at least. Yeah. I mean, make sure your phone is charged. Yeah, I will. And um, if we die, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, we take a stupid risk. I don't know. I think this is a good risk. Yeah, I think it's like pretty cool because then I. We're not sure. gonna be. Okay, sure. I don't want to jinx us, but yeah, I don't think we'll we're going to be that stupid. If there's a bad part, we'll come back, and I'll yeah, make we'll my word now. We'll come back if yeah. there's a bad part. We can't think that it's going to be bad, because then it's... Yeah. We, uh, yeah, I saw this quote. It's like, planning to fail is... But no, no, no. Failing to plan is planning to fail, which kind of doesn't like the law of attraction. Yeah, that's what my, oh, fuck, my dad always talks about, the law of attraction. I definitely agree with that. He's obsessed with that. So we're going to be fine. I don't think we're, anything's going to bad happen. Because usually every time something bad happens, literally the main characters always end up fine in the end. <laughs> Maybe one or two people die, but usually it, it's a happy ending. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I think this we're has done. Been a, it is what it is podcast. Yep. I'm shy. Uh, uh, Carson's brother, Blake. And it is what it is. Bye.